Kato, this is the Rorschach Nigeria update from the 7th of July, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. Let's start this edition off with some news about the elections. On Saturday the 2nd, the Electoral Commission assured voters in Orshun State that adequate preparation has been made to have a free and fair gubernatorial election on the 16th of July. The commission also said it has registered about 2 million voters. President Buhari welcomed the seven new ministers on Wednesday the 6th after they were screened by the Senate last week. They will replace the seven ministers who resigned in May to contest in next year's presidential elections. The president urged the ministers to serve the nation diligently and shun corruption. In similar news, on Tuesday the 5th, the president appointed Seiratu Umar as head of the Nigerian Investment Promotion Commission for a five-year term. And moving on to some news on oil, on Thursday the 30th, petroleum company Shell finally suspended plans to sell its onshore oil assets. On the 16th of June, the Supreme Court ruled the suspension of the sale and said that the company will be able to carry on with it once Shell resolves a legal dispute it is involved in. Earlier this year, a federal high court in Emo State and the Court of Appeal ordered the company to pay $2 billion to communities that had accused Shell of damaging their farms and environment because of an oil spill. However, the company appealed the verdict at the Supreme Court. The next hearing will take place in November. On Friday the 1st, the federal government said that the country lost 9 million barrels of oil, which amounted to a billion dollars in revenue in the first quarter of the year because of crude oil theft. The country loses millions of barrels every year due to the tapping of crude oil from pipelines. On Tuesday the 5th, the Nigeria Liquefied Natural Gas Company said that right now it is running below capacity because people vandalized pipelines and they steal crude oil. Also on Tuesday the 5th, the Secretary General of the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries, Mohamed Barkindo, passed away suddenly. He has served for six years and was due to step down as the head of the organization at the end of the month. His death comes as a surprise as on the same day he met with President Buhari at the State House in Abujar and gave a speech at an energy summit. And since we mentioned the president, the head of the government-owned National Petroleum Corporation said President Buhari will launch the corporation as a limited company on the 19th of July. This means that the corporation will now be required to pay taxes and it can be listed on the stock exchange. On Monday the 4th, the tax authorities postponed the deadline for companies to file their income tax returns from the 30th of June to the 31st of August. The authorities urged taxpayers to take advantage of the extension and submit their returns before the new deadline. They also said that if taxpayers did not meet the new deadline, they would be charged a penalty fee. The extension only applies to the company income tax and does not cover the withholding tax, the value-added tax, and the personal income tax. While some things change, others unfortunately remain the same. The Academic Staff Union of Universities has been on strike action for about five months so far. However, it seems that the staff has started to become worn out. This week, the union said that it is ready to end the strike immediately if the federal government signs the agreement to increase salaries and invest in university infrastructure. 
It definitely doesn't help that the staff hasn't been paid since the strike began in February because of the no work, no pay policy of the federal government. However, students hope for a more permanent solution to the conflict between the two parties. The staff union has had five strike actions in the past 10 years. The British International Investment, the UK's development finance institution, announced a $20 million debt funding into Move, a mobility financing startup, on Thursday the 30th. The company allows ride-hailing drivers to buy new vehicles on credit and pay back using a percentage of their weekly revenue. Move said the investment will be repaid in four years. Speaking of the UK, on Thursday the 30th, British Home Secretary Preeti Patel announced via Twitter a migration partnership with Nigeria. She said the partnership will tackle illegal migration in both countries by facilitating the exchange of information between the migration teams of both nations. On the same day, 13 Nigerians were deported from the UK for different violations and eight people were convicted criminals while five had entered the country illegally. Still, the UK hasn't always been that generous with Nigeria. In 1897, they invaded the kingdom of Benin and stole thousands of sculptures. However, on Friday the 1st, German authorities announced that the country will return two sculptures known as the Benin Bronzes to Nigeria. These are the first two Benin Bronzes sculptures that Germany will give back but the country has promised to return a thousand more. Germany also said it will provide funds for a new museum to display the sculptures in Nigeria. And to close this edition, some sports news. Israel Adesanya successfully defended his Ultimate Fighting Championship middleweight title on Sunday the 3rd. He won the fighting match against Jared Kananier, which means his career record now stands at 23 victories and just one loss. And moving on to football news, on Sunday the 3rd, the Confederation for African Football, or CAF, postponed this year's AFCON from June 2023 to January 2024. The tournament will still take place in Ivory Coast, and the CAF postponed the competition due to the unfavorable weather conditions and flooding expected on the initial scheduled dates. On the same day, the CAF announced that a new Super League competition in the continent will start in August 2023. The Confederation said the new competition will reinvigorate club competition on the continent and the total prize money will be $100 million. The African football competition that is currently being held is the Women's AFCON, which kicked off on Saturday the 2nd in Morocco. Unfortunately, the Nigerian team lost its first match of the competition to South Africa on Monday the 4th. Many citizens are excited to see the 22 athletes that will represent the country at the World Athletics Championships next week. Nigeria is counting on its experienced athletes to win medals at the competition. Only three of the selected athletes are new to the competition. And finally, on to some basketball news. On Sunday the 3rd, the men's basketball team secured a place in the final round of the qualifiers for next year's World Cup after winning against Uganda. The team will compete against Angola, Ivory Coast, and Guinea in Group E. The two teams from each group and the best third-place team will qualify for the competition. 
All right, that's it for this week. Would you like us to include a section about the best places to visit in Nigeria during the winter or during the summer? Let us know at Nigeria at Rorschach.com and follow us as always on Instagram at Rorschach Nigeria. That's R-O-R-S-H-O-K. Karoti. 